Hey, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Max Ely in Asheville, and with us in Charlestown, Boston, is Timmy Texas Hold'em. Slots, machines, Timmy Begin, old Timmy Slim Jim. How are you, Timmy boy? I'm doing fantastic, Max. I'm doing fantastic. Um, yeah, you know. Logan, rude! Go on. <laughs> I, got, I got dogs barking outside and inside. I'm doing well. I don't have any dogs barking, but uh, Abby and I are slated to get a puppy sometime Ooh. in the summer. Ooh, boy. Bassetown puppy, yep. Hell so, yeah. So happy about that. And um, yeah. Um, and then you Patriots can, won. You can have your dogs also interrupt the podcast. It'll be great. Yeah. They're going to be howling. It'll be great. Even better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Max? Doing all right. Um, back in the summer, at one point, I was in Vegas for like 14 out of 31 days. So I think that prepared me for uh, the movie that we're going to be doing today. Oh, yeah, dude. You're, I'm, I'm surprised you actually weren't part of this heist. Who <laughs> said I wasn't? Actually, good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a shame that John isn't uh, on the podcast right yet because I got I saw all of our doppelgangers in this in this movie. Ruben, like I imagine Ruben... John being Reuben, like when he gets older, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Just in like a silk bathrobe with like rings and fucking chains, eating like a salad with like a tiny little servant you know, that comes out. <laughs> little little man child servant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's like John's, that's John's spirit animal. <laughs> and I, I was definitely um, Saul, just like an ornery, like an ornery grumpy old Jew, even though I'm not Jewish, <laughs> you know, but- that's my that's my future. <laughs> so before we actually get into it, we do have a new sponsor, and it is Manscaped, aka the best below the belt grooming champions of the world. Got a lot more to say about Manscaped as well as their lawnmower 4.0, where our customers will receive 20% off their first order when they use the promo code 20 popcorn at checkout. But that's not the time right now. You'll have to wait and hear more about that later in the show. 20 popcorn at checkout, manscaped.com. And with that, we are now midway into November, which means it's time for our third annual limited series of movies that we are thankful for, where uh, each of us picks a movie that we are happy just exists. And uh, first up was Timmy's pick with Ocean's Eleven from 2001. So, uh, Timmy, why did you pick this one? This movie is. You know, it's not good. <laughs> nope. It's not good, but it is entertaining mm. and light in a way that, like, I love. It, it, it's, it holds your attention, but you actually don't need to pay attention. And it's light. There's never any, like, heavy, like, emotional moments or, like, any. Like, it's just or this kind of, like, fun little ride. And it gets you, it, it moves you two hours closer to death. And it's great. You know what I mean? Um, that's kind of why I like it. Yeah, definitely the attention thing. So, like, I saw this movie a couple of weeks ago and before we mm-hmm. talked about doing this. And then I enjoyed it a lot more then than I did this time since I actually had to pay attention to the plot. And then once right. you actually had to pay attention to the plot, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, yeah. None of this would work. Do not do not pay attention too closely. In fact, no. this, I think this movie was ex- like explicitly created to not pay attention too closely to. It's just eye candy. It's just male 
you know, 40 something eye candy. Oh my God. I mean, think about all the sexy guys in this. You got George Clooney who, I mean, let's be honest, he's probably the most handsome guy in the world, right? Yeah. And I think this is his peak too. That's yeah. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, fucking Don Cheadle. I mean, don't sleep on Don Cheadle. You know what I mean? (laughs) He'll Um, get you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Matt Damon, Damon, eh. take him or leave him. He's more like the popular kid. Yeah, exactly. He's He's not, he's not that attractive, but people think he is. Yeah. If I see him out at a bar or on Harvard, I might, you know. <laughs> is this a Harvard bar? Yeah. <laughs> you like them apples? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I keep thinking about it. I need to do that to Bill for some reason. <laughs> do you like apples? And then Bill just like completely blanking me. Like, no, I don't like apples. Or Bill just already preemptively just starts getting super angry and he just back out of what you're going to say. <laughs> Never yeah, mind. He just Never punch, mind. punches me in the face before I... <laughs> Yeah, punch me in the face where I can get apples out. Hey, Bill, you like apples? Uh, does Do your children also like apples? Does your wife also? Do you, who else in your family likes apples? Just turn it into a whole apple conversation. <laughs> yeah. Completely back out. Actually, that's probably a good point. Bill would have strong opinions about apples. That would go down a rabbit hole. Going back to the looking, you know, the good looking people. One of them that is not that attractive. Julia Roberts. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. That scene where Matt Damon is like, this is just the best part of my day. And like, see, I'm like, listen, Julia Roberts isn't an ugly woman, but like she is not some bombshell, like knockout who. No, you like ever, like the entire world stops and like drools over. Yeah. I think they got her for her star power because she was coming off of Aaron Brockovich at the time and she was super popular, but she's like a Hollywood six. I know that's chauvinistic to say, but there are so many other people that I would understand George Clooney, like risking his whole life to get back, but not Julia Roberts. Dude, I'll go so far to say that if she's at a bar in Boston, people are like, she's hot. Kind of horse face. But like everyone, no one's like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, Like, just think about like, I don't know, some girl walking, like some supermodel walking into a bar in Boston. I mean, that thing would like implode. Julia Roberts yep. walks in. No, it's just like some other redheaded girl. Yep. And I, I was thinking about this today. The only times I've ever thought of her as attractive is when she has curly hair, which she never does anymore. Mm. If you think back like yeah. some of the older movies, like Pretty Woman, she's good. She's good looking in that movie. She's got the, yeah. you know, the curly red hair. She's fucking hot in that. Aaron Brockovich, right. she plays kind of <clears> like that alpha boss bitch with like the, you know, hot mess, dirty hair. Looks good. That's about it. I think what it is, dude, is she looks like, especially in this movie, she just looks kind of like a mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't look, and not like a MILF mom, you know, like a hot mom. Yeah. Yeah, more like a, like a business, like a working mom. (laughs) Right. She's like, oh, I'm a senior VP at a marketing firm, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that doesn't get my dick hard. No. You know? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaving my dick with a great product like Manscaped (laughs) for for that. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you're getting the full bush. Yeah, you get the full bush. <laughs> you're not getting any of my ball tonic, Julia. <laughs> Don't even. I'm not even gonna talk about my my uh, the foot deodorant that you could have. Not for yeah, you, exactly. Julia. Yeah, Julia. I'm reserving you, you, that. Yeah, you smell my fucking stinky feet. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you? Okay, so I I put together like two or three actresses. I think that would fit that role today. Who are like a listers that are good actresses and who are also attractive. Mm-hmm. So here's the first one is Margot Robbie. 
Yeah. I would understand somebody coming out of jail and risking going back to prison or getting murdered for her. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Understand that. Mm-hmm. And then also even like, not necessarily attractive, but star power and she can make herself look good as Lady Gaga. Like they're all Oscar nominated actresses like Julia. I'm, I'm all with Scarlett Johansson. I think she's the one, she's the one that could make that role. Yeah. Cause she kind of plays like a little classy. She plays classy and she's smoking too. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. But then, you know, I don't know. Well, enough of uh, objectifying women. I guess we can get into it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm not done yet. (laughs) No, I got, I got, what are you talking about? That's that's what this whole movie is. I got 20 more minutes on this. All right, so the movie opens up with Danny Ocean, played by the goatee to George Clooney, being interviewed by the New Jersey Parole Board and charming his way out of prison, despite the fact that they are all well aware of his past criminal activity. Oh, look who just joined. Johnny boy. Perfect timing, John. We literally just had the first note of the movie. Hey, it's all good. We got beers. Hey. Johnny boy. Johnny boy. How was dinner? What'd you have, John? Uh, whiskey with the side of Armagnac. Mm. Oh, I like right. it. It's going to be a fun had, episode. Uh, octopus, octopus, mussels, and um, veal milanese. Ooh. <laughs> a regular tour of the southern Italian coastline there, huh? I mean, I'm telling you, you know, why waste, why waste life? Rather be dead than not have just screaming baby cow as it just burns alive. <laughs> exactly. I like it. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Max, I I know we just had a little diatribe about how handsome George Clooney is, mm-hmm. dude. John wants part of it, we know. The okay, the goatee, Sorry, the goatee for yeah. George Clooney. Totally, I, I went the totally opposite way. I was like, I don't like it. I hated it. Yeah, I thought he no. looked like a fuck. I thought he looked so trashy. I was like, where's my Georgie boy? That's what this? a real Clooney you would look this? like in right real life. There? Yeah. Just fucking turkey neck. That's what you throw into a fucking slow braise. It showed <laughs> off his, his um, oh gosh, his impurities. Because he's supposed to be a pure human being. And he did age like a fine fucking wine. Oh, yeah, I mean, and I'm not joking about that. Like, you throw him in the cellar 15, 10 years. Came out on the other side. Men, women, mm-hmm. trans, don't even know. All over that shit. Like yep. shit on Velcro. Yep. Constantly. I mean, dude, seriously. And I would still gobble him up just like he was a fucking turkey. But that fucking thing, the the the, the goatee, whatever that was, besides just like the sheer stubble. And like before he had like a cologne line. And on top of it, he just wasn't quite that charming yet. He was still kind of, meh. It was just George Clooney. Everyone was like, oh, he's sexy. But, you know, you got, uh, what's his face? He was in... Uh, El Matador or whatever the fuck it was where they had the guitars in their own. It's just leave me alone. <laughs> so part of this that made me think of it. Have either of you guys seen um, uh, the movie Out of Sight? That's no. So it's directed by the same guy, Steven Soderbergh, who directed this movie. And it's and also Don Cheadle's in it and then J-Lo's in it. And he plays a convict who breaks out of jail. And he has that same exact goatee when he's in jail. Ugh, so I think it might have been uh, like an homage to that movie. Oh, okay. And then Don Cheadle looks like Tupac in that movie. <laughs> like shaved head, <laughs> goatee, like 
Dude, John, John, John Cheadle is a saint. He yeah. can do no wrong. John He's Cheadle. a fucking saint. Don't you dare, Max. Really? Don't you dare. Oh, he just straight up shanks a dude in that movie. Just walks up to the guy, just... Just walks away. Like a bouse. Yep. Dude, I gotta say, like, Don Cheadle, one of the most underrated actors of our time. Yeah. Like, he plays a, such a convincing British person in this movie. It's it's mm-hmm. unreal. I don't think Frank a British me. person could be better, could be a better British person. <laughs> No, he's and legit. they didn't even like him at yeah. first. They didn't even. They were like, "Well, we don't like the fake accent." And he's like, um, "I can do the slang, and that's basically all you need." And fuck off! Did you not hear about my movie about Rwanda? That's what I thought. Hire me, right? But to, also to that point as well, it's like this guy actually brought like you know spotlights onto you know violence in other countries and bullshit. So the man transcends all of the Hollywood garbage and all that, the whole thing. He deserves the paycheck, and he played a porn star in another movie. What oh, yeah. the fuck isn't there to like? That's I mean, right. come I on. forgot he was in He's movie. an actor! As he screams at a banker asking for a loan, he's like, you're a porn star. I'm an actor! <laughs> I'm an actor! <laughs> Alright, so then we uh, fast forward to Danny Ocean violating his parole and traveling to LA so he can meet up with his partner in crime, Rusty Ryan. Great alliteration. Played by Brad Pitt, who we find uh, degrading himself by teaching B actors how to play poker. Dude, I can't go ahead, Tim. Uh, I have a lot to talk about. No, yeah, this is just quick. I just like how this scene was basically a way for Brad Pitt and George Clooney to shit on those actors. Yeah, those actors. (laughs) Josh Jackson. Yeah, they were just like, hey, we can get these guys to show up and we can shit on them. Let's do it. And that's what they did. It was hilarious. I, I, I cannot, I, okay. So I used to dress well and now I wear flannel and I'm balding and what are you going to do about it? But the simple fact that Brad Pitt throughout this entire movie, and I'm fine with the fact that he's eating the entire time because what else do you have to do when you're robbing a fucking casino? You eat, okay. You eat and you drink his French cuff fucking shirts the entire time. Not a cufflink to see for miles. Just lets them hang the fuck out. Like in the Sopranos, that's a sign that you're losing it and you're about <laughs> to go like and flip for the fucking feds. And this motherfucker doesn't fucking put a cufflink in the entire time. And they're just hanging out like he's going to wipe his ass with his fucking <laughs> fucking French cuffs. Like you fucking kidding me? This I don't know what the fuck happened in the 2000s. Yeah. But there's, motherfucker. There's some Brad, interesting. Really? There's some interesting two thousand early two thousands uh, attire. Just I mean, later on when they go to see Elliot Gold, and they're both it's just like guys, your suits are like six times too large. Like oh. it's, it's like the way like fucking sweatpants. I loved it all. Didn't me? I loved <laughs> so I God, love the dress God in this damn movie. Tailor that shit. I loved it, God dude. I love the suits. I love the French cuffs. I mean, John. Those cuffs. No, 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 no. French cuffs are great, but when you don't actually pinch them back oh. and they hang below your pinkies. Come on, it's, man. It's, it's I don't so need to look look, walk around looking like I'm looking at a bunch of fucking window drapes. Like, that's what it looked like because he didn't actually put the cuff links in. So they, they he let them flop back out because it's a double thing. I'm I loved very it. very animated about this. I loved it. And I'm sorry. You cannot let the cuffs flow out without the links. You can't do it. It's an... It, the, you will walk to into the country of France and they will fucking bring back the guillotine and they will cut your ass. Agree to disagree. Off. I thought Brad Pitt was oozing sex in this. Oozing sex. Does that mean I wouldn't fuck him? No. Well, of course. It's Brad Pitt. But it is Brad Pitt. And this was it is sexiest. And you know, Lisa made it a good point. He didn't age very well. Well, George did. 
Don't get me wrong. He's got the grizzled thing going he, on. He always had bad skin. Brad Pitt's kind of yeah. like Robert Redford in that. Like, he's always had bad skin. So I guess it's just more leathery now. I don't know. Brad Pitt still looks fucking great, I think. Yeah. Like okay, let me put it this way. French French cuffs where you let the, the fold fall out, it's an uncut penis of fucking fashion. <laughs> How about the, uh, the disco collar over the blazer look that he's uh, walking throughout uh, this movie? Uh, 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 I've done uh, that by accident before. I'm like, ah, fuck. I'm like trying to like fix it. <laughs> just like Brad Pitt's just like letting no, it flow. Hey man, I love no it. No one's going to eat your lunch. No one's going to eat your lunch by accident if it's by accident. But when you're going Miami Vice and cocaine's out of fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, go ahead, Tim. I was just going to say, I mean, I don't think you guys saw the X-rated version of this movie because basically <laughs> there was a, every 15 minutes was Brad Pitt plowing. So, uh, <laughs> agree to disagree, you know. I mean, you talk that's about why he's eating in every scene. Yeah. <laughs> Got to replace the calories. Um. What was I going to say? Do you th- so, you know, like when they're uh, playing poker with the other guys and then Clooney joins in and he like wins all their money. Do you think that Pitt was like he fucked up and Clooney's that good of a player? Or do you think they were both in it, in on it, and they're just like, fuck these guys. Let's just steal their money. These were criminals. They were both in on nah, it. No, Clooney's that good. Clooney's just that Ooh. good. So we got we got contracting, uh, contrasting uh, opinions. Oh, no, they're both they're both in <laughs> on it. They were like winking at each other the whole time. Because you get to see throughout the movie where Brad gets irritated at Danny Ocean, um, who was George, once again, Mr. Clooney. Um, damn, that motherfucker aged well. Um, but you see him where like he just like pulls a fast one on him and it's like, okay, they reinforce throughout most of the movie until the end and we'll get to those scenes later where it's like, this is why Danny's in charge. Because he might not necessarily be as good of a card player, but he still can pull it out. He can play Brad Pitt's young big dick swinging fucking swagger against him where he's like, Oh yeah, don't worry guys. Like you understand he's putting way too much money on up front. This is uh he's clearly just trying to hide his. Block. So it's like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance fucking kid. steamrolled. Mm-hmm. Whatever you just said. There you go. Robert Redford, Robert Redford, Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good combat. It's Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, George. Pretty Clooney's good comparison. Paul Newman. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. But still <laughs> I do appreciate the angle because we'll never know. We'll never know mm. is that they could have both just been in it and they're like, we're going to roll this fucking little fucking pencil dick bitch from fucking that 70s show. Oh my God. I was trying to think I knew Topher Grace and I know the faces of the rest of them. And I was like, I don't know the other fucking names. Well, the other one's Joshua Jackson, who was in uh, um, the Mighty Ducks. Mm. Oh, and he was also in really? Yeah. And then he was also in uh, mm. Dawson's Creek at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there were a few. I had them at some point. Hold on. All like the other ones are relevant. One yeah. It doesn't matter. No, they really are. At the end of the day, they are. I did think it was funny, even in a movie, though, to see Brad Pitt and Topher Grace walk out of uh, that that club and everyone is just like swarming over Topher Grace to get autographs and Brad Pitt just like walks by them. Like right. even in a movie in which he's playing a nobody's like, that's not realistic. Oh, no, no. I mean, let's just be honest. If Brad Pitt was a nobody and you stood him next to Topher Grace, people would want the autograph yep. from Brad Pitt because he's <laughs> yep. that he's that dead sexy. It's like, who's the guy that's with you? Yeah. Who's that guy? Why is he not famous? So is is Topher that 70s guy? That's, yeah. him? that's him. Yeah. Topher. He he lost a lot of his uh, his cred after he did um, some movie called like White Girl and he just face fucks a chick and that's really fucked up. 
he plays a huge scumbag in Traffic, which is also directed by uh, this guy. I think that was a year prior. Traffic, yeah. the movie he's, he's a about bad man. Like, drugs and stuff. Yeah, and he's a yeah. he's a little shithead in that movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anywho, so then Ocean propositions Rusty with an eight-figure payday where uh, they plan to rob the Bellagio, MGM Grand, and the Mirage all at the same time. But they're going to need to put together a team. Cue you're the best around song, accompanied by a montage of Clooney and Pitt flirt boxing and doing push-ups. Dude, this is exactly, <laughs> this is exactly why I like this movie. I think you just nailed it, Max. This is like an 80s, this is kind of like an 80s action movie. Yeah. It's like you meet the 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 main character supporting character and then they got to put together a team any movie where someone's putting together a team that's a that's a timmy beige movie right there you know what I mean? more montages <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> honestly every guy does want to put together a team doesn't matter for what it is mm-hmm. like we're going shopping we're putting together a team like we're changing the oil we're putting together a team we're yeah. doing a podcast we're putting together a team like <laughs> max what team did you want to put together podcast I succeeded. Bam. Now we're getting that Boom. Manscaped e. ball money. Uh, ball. Merch face. Merch face. 20 popcorn at checkout. All of it's still a lot better than Wahlburger. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. That motherfucker's face does not sell cheeseburgers. Just saying. Speaking of, he was the first choice for the Matt Damon character. Oh, oh God. God. That would have been bad. He would have been even more annoying than Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon ever can could act. Have possibly been. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matt it's true. Damon it's was true. the actual. Matt Damon was the only one who was actually playing the character in this movie. Everyone else was just playing them. themselves. Yeah, themselves. Yeah. Like, it's just Brad Pitt and <laughs> yep. George Clooney and Julia well, Roberts and Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle wasn't then, really playing himself, but. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Wait. But I mean, honestly, like to, to bring back the old segment that I was never part of is like watching, like, you know, just um, watching him just looking at a bunch of slot machines, like slot machine. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? Slot machine. You're just pulling back, back and forth all day long. Oh, shit. Oh, it's just, what so are you, you doing? You got numbers, but then there's, there's also pitches in here too. So like you need to get them all the same. Why aren't you guys all lining up together? Anyway, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't allow Asians in this casino, right? <laughs> you know I met the Pope I'm a piece of shit could you imagine that scene could you no could you imagine that scene where <laughs> Matt yeah. Damon is the uh, Nevada Gaming Commission guy and he has to like <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Act with Mark Wahlberg oh my god yeah. <laughs> that would have been bad <laughs> like all Matt Damon had to do was act like a normal working stiff. Mark Mark Wahlberg was would, there's no not have that fucking range. way he would have done yeah. that role. Like he would have been no. able to pull that off. Mm-mm. He can't even pull off the character that he plays in a movie, let alone the secondary character of the character. Dude, I watched that Spencer Confidential movie the other day. Ugh. Like, oh my god, Mark Wahlberg doesn't even pull off like being a fucking can't pull off being like a a Boston guy who was in jail because he. But that's what he was. He is that. <laughs> That's I couldn't watch that movie. I've read like twenty of those books. I love the Spencer books. I've you know the, the I've seen like some of the uh, the miniseries that back in like the early two thousands. I could not watch that movie though. I'm like Mark Mark Wahlberg is not that character at oh, all. That character is charming. It was bad, but uh, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I passed Guys, on that one. Mark Wahlberg is no character other than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. That's a good Marky point. Mark. Mark Wahlberg is Mark Wahlberg. He's a singularity. He is. It's, yeah, it's that. Yeah. Which makes him a bad actor when you cannot forget the name of the person who is like playing a character in front of you. Mm-hmm. I honestly, right now, I cannot, besides Mickey Ward, who's a real person, can you name one single character that Mark Wahlberg has played in a movie? Besides, Also nope. besides Dirk Diggler. That's the only, only other one. Nope. No, nope, not a I single can't. one. All I saw, there Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yes, yeah, just Mark Wahlberg. You don't even know what the fuck he's playing. <laughs> no, like seriously, even in um uh uh oh god, what was the HBO show with the that was based off of Entourage. Him? Entourage. Entourage, even Entourage, like that character, Mark Wahlberg. Like, and he wasn't even in it, and it was still like, oh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he bought a too big of a house that he couldn't afford. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Dude, I watched it no. departed the other day. Not the other day, maybe a couple months ago, and I you know, that movie is fantastic. It's really, it's really a good movie. Oh yeah. But I got to say like Mark Wahlberg was bad in that, <laughs> like really bad. He, he was he wants it too so much. over he the just, top Boston aggressive. I'm going to, I'm a piece of shit cop. Dropping like, in bombs. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I was like, dude, that's like, you got to turn it back. You got to take it back from 11 back to like two, man. If you want it to be real, he got nominated for an Oscar for that movie, which I don't understand, and nobody oh else God. did. That's <laughs> but he did. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's because he got the last kill. Like that was it. They were yeah. like, "Yeah, it was a great kill. That's good." With his little scrubby shoes. That's it's because cute. he walked. He walked by uh, Matt Damon, flipping him off in the hallway, and that's the only reason why he got the Oscar nomination. <laughs> he didn't even talk in that scene. That was his best acted part of the entire movie. Right. Okay, getting back into the the movie. So, uh, the boys, they need someone to finance their operation. So, they meet with a flamboyantly rich former casino owner, Ruben, played by Elliot Gold, who Tim mentioned is going to be John in like 40 years from now. Oh, exactly. No, like seriously. Like I was making a joke about this later, about that's going to be Max in Arizona, just like in a fucking like silk kimono <laughs> by a pool, like aggressively eating salad, like with gold chains All that stuck hair. in his chest hair. Like that's going to be me. That really is going to be me. I'm just going to be screaming about the state of the country and that like Trump still hasn't been voted out. 20 He's still years alive. Like, yeah, like, How the fuck is this guy alive? He's 110. We were saying too that it's totally gonna. You're totally gonna have like a small little uh, manservant, <laughs> yep. like a tiny little man. <laughs> Bet you need like chilled wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna be like, bring me a roja. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, I can't. I can't deny it. I can't fight this <laughs> off. I, I, I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so at first, though, he shuts them down. He gives several examples of botched casino robberies, but then he changes his mind once he learns that the boys are going to rob from uh, Terry Benedict, played by Andy Garcia. And you have to be crazy to rob from Terry Benedict, so you better have a crew that's as nuts as you are. Cue montage where Clooney and Pitt wrap up their workout, hit the showers, and start essentially washing each other. (laughs) (laughs) Hop into a tent. (laughs) They turn on they they turn on that four clipper and start buzzing each other's balls. Exactly. <sighs> no cuts, what? no scratches. Manscaped.com. <laughs> Just real on the nose there, gentlemen. Real on the nose. Very subtle. They told us to be subtle in the ads. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're Twenty popcorn at checkout. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote it all out and we follow the directions to a T. Mm-hmm. No, dude, that that scene too, like with Ruben, he's like, "You better goddamn know." 
I just was like, ah, oh, what a what a great line. You better goddamn know. Oh. Well, that and like, he'll kill you and then he'll go to work on you. Yeah. Ooh, that was scary. I was like, yeah. ooh. Well, Elliot Gould's just a wow. great actor. I mean. He's good. Well, yeah. He he plays the same character in Ray Donovan, basically. Raymond. Yeah. Raymond, handle it. But like, really, I mean, it, there were stories that I had found online, not even like, you know, not much, not much tangible, but just like characters had trouble keeping their shit together on scene with him just because he was so funny. They just couldn't even do it. Even the guy who plays Terry Benedict, he was like, I could not be serious around this guy. Like, I would just crack the fuck up in the middle of a scene. And that's all that Andy Garcia does in this movie is just be stoic. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Every he, fucking He's movie. breaking him. Like, he's been he's been trying to make it up ever since the fucking Godfather Part 3. He's been trying to be the most serious actor on the face of the planet and just still has not succeeded because, let's face it, Julia, uh, Julia's just way too fucking tall for him. So actually that's another thing too. Yeah. Yeah. She's wicked tall compared to Andy. She is tall. Yeah. She's taller than George Clooney too. She's taller than all the actors in this movie. Oh yeah. She's just towering over everybody. Out of all of them. She's playing WNBA. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. All right. So then uh, we get the first montage of this movie where we meet the team that includes Bernie Mac as a casino dealer with a criminal record. Casey Affleck and Scott Kahn as the Malloy brothers, who are the mechanics and utility players. Livingston Dell as the tech guy. He's not popular enough to remember the actual actor's name. Don Cheadle as Basher Tar, who's the demolition expert. The acrobat named Yen, who's their grease man. Saul Bloom as the degenerate gambler con man. And coming up in the rear, we have the pickpocketing prospect Linus Caldwell, played by Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. What did Matt actually accomplish in this film? Uh, pickpocket. What did he do? Yeah, he pickpocketed Andy uh, Andy Garcia. Got the codes. Codes. Got the codes. Yeah. He was. He was. Okay, this. He was the intern. He, he was, was the literally intern. the, oh, the yeah. cat burglar's intern in yeah, this totally. movie. I yep. think he was basically like, the, George Clooney's mentor's son. That like he's like, get my son a job. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I uh, he he served no purpose in in latter films. He does some stuff. He puts on a big nose that he can't drink champagne with. You know, oh, that's fun. Great, great. <laughs> yeah. That was a great one. Yeah, the nose played. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, and like he gets lines because he'll be the guy who's like, meh, I want to do the cool stuff. I have to go after, I have to follow someone and take notes on the, you know, with like, well, you got to, you know, you got to walk for you can crawl and those fun things, which we'll cover later. But he served no purpose in this entire film other than checking out Danny's ex-wife. Well, he also breaks Yen's hand. Yeah, he does break Yen's hand. He fucks <laughs> oh, up God. getting so the pinch. The f- Great. So he's the foil. We got some great Greek tragedy in the making here. <laughs> Honestly, wonderful. let's let's forget about Matt Damon. We got to talk Matt about fucking. Damon. It's Carl Reiner, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's Rob Reiner's his dumb son. Carl Reiner. <laughs> oh, my God. Comic genius, dude. Like, how good does, as can you be? Yeah, as Saul. Yeah, he's, he's fucking great. fantastic as Saul. He is good. Honestly, like yeah. uh, the, the day Carl Reiner died. Broke my heart. Him and Mel Brooks. I think Mel Brooks is still alive, isn't he? Yeah, Mel Brooks Brooks is still still alive. But apparently Carl (laughs) Reiner and Mel Brooks, since they were like 45, had dinner together every single night. Wow. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, they're like best friends. Mm. Man, they must hate their wives. 
Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> of a certain age. Yeah, of a certain It's era. funny. That's the first thing that came to mind. It's like they had dinner together every single night. It's like, aren't they married? Where the fuck yeah. are their wives? They, they're doing broad stuff, Max. They're in the other house. Yeah. Yeah. So also they treat Matt Damon like he's, you know, like this young kid. He's how old is he supposed to be? Because he was 31 when they filmed this. And I looked it up. He's six years. He's six years younger than Brad Pitt, three years younger than Julia Roberts. And he's five years older than Casey Affleck. Right. And they're like, get the kid. They keep calling him the kid. He's like, he's a fucking 31 year old man. Actually, he's still a child. That's a good point. That is a good point. Because Casey Affleck and Scott Con. Matt Damon. Well, no, that's a good point. Scape, he is Matt Damon. We can't forget the fact that he's Matt Damon. <laughs> but Casey Affleck and Scott Con in this movie, like they seemed, they did seem younger than Matt Damon, but they always called Matt Damon's character the kid. Yeah. Linus. Well, the, the, the two brothers are just yelling like fucking nine-year-olds the whole yeah, movie. I, I do have one correction to your, um, to your description of the characters, Max. Um, yeah. Casey Affleck and Scott Con, um, they were, it's like nepotism. It's like Ben Affleck called called up George Clooney. Was like, get my son, get my brother in this movie. He's like a he's, he's still like sitting a son on to a, me. Yeah, he's still sitting on a couch in Cambridge smoking pot. And then Scott Con, <laughs> James Con called up George Clooney. Was like, get my dumb son in your movie. He's a fucking pothead sitting on my couch in Laguna Beach. <laughs> he's doing too much Xanax and playing Xbox. Yeah. I, I do not I do not know what to say about those two about the Affleck con thing. <laughs> I, I I have I really have no description or opinions on them, and I'm still confused as to whether or not they finger banged each other in the back of a white van later in the movie. <laughs> I like them in this movie. I thought they were fun. They were funny. I mean, no, they're, they are they're fun. fun. They I are mean, fun. They, yeah. No, I no, no. They them. attack. They attack each other like they're actually they're, they're real brothers. And yeah, it's really great. But I, I do not know what to say about those two. Yeah, I mean, I I, I know that Casey yeah, Affleck that says it all. That I know says that Casey Affleck's yeah. a piece of shit in real life, but he has kids chemistry with everybody that he acts with. Like he, you would have thought that they were brothers, and he's doing most of the heavy lifting too. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Well, Scott Con has no range. No, no, he does. He doesn't really do much in this. I all. mean, let's be honest. Casey Affleck won an Oscar. Scott Con yeah. hasn't. <laughs> no, Scott Can's a fucking no-name fucking lawyer that you see on NYPD Blue or something that shows up every once in a while, and his collar is way too big and it reaches up to his fucking ear lobes. That, yeah, yeah, that's no, a good that's point. It. He's like he's yeah. like one of the bit part players in like a Law and Order show. Also, yeah. Julie Roberts would literally be able to like lift her leg up and step on his head. He is so little. Yeah, he's just a little little guy. Originally, it was they wanted the um the Owen brother or uh, the the Wilson brothers. They wanted Luke and Owen Wilson for that role. Oh, yeah. Which, Didn't one of them try to kill themselves in the middle of production? Oops. Owen, yeah. yeah. Oh, did he? That's when he tried I'm to so, kill himself? I'm so rich. No, I, no, I don't they think were that's both when it just happened. Filming but, issues, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is weird because then his brother, Luke, plays a character who tries to commit suicide around the same time that his brother tried to commit suicide in real life. Huh. Yeah. The more yeah, you it's know. Tough being, it's tough being wealthy and famous, I'm telling yeah. you. I know. I should know. All right. So the crew, they, <laughs> the crew, they, uh, they start their retcon portion of the movie where the Malloy brothers stage an argument that covers certain security cameras while Livingston sneaks into the security room to trip the footage. Then he gets lost on the way out. 
Oh, what Livingston. A, what oh. a dumbass. This guy almost like torpedoed the entire fucking operation here. You know what I mean? If yep. if that security guard wasn't such a fat, dumb shit, this <laughs> entire operation goes down the tube. How's the reception on these things? It's like, wow, dude, you're terrible at your job. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> yep. And honestly, why worry about writing it onto your hand? Just write it on a piece of paper. If you get caught, eat the piece of paper. Yeah, it's much easier than someone saying, what's that on your hand? Right, exactly. It's a full paragraph. And why are you sweating profusely with ink on your head? Yes. All these things. I do love, though, like where Danny and Rusty, because they've already, you know, they just managed. So, like, this guy managed to get them into the whole security footage feed. And you see, and they're like, okay, this is all good. And they're talking about, like, the color of the hallways. Like, why is it, you know, colored that kind of tan? Well, I hear it's very soothing. Oh, that's great. And they see the guy, like, walk up, take a right. And then take immediate left. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then take like a right and a left. You know, so it just goes back and forth. Oh, shit. But seriously, like just write the map on a piece of little white paper that you just eat. You can shit it out. You are not trying to sneak fucking capsules of fucking cocaine or whatever the fuck into prison. Write it on yep. a piece of paper. Yep. I agree. What an idiot. So they also then uh, they also stage a replica of the Bellagio vault room for air quote practice, which we'll come back later. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bernie Mac extorts a car salesman via handshake. <laughs> uh, Bernie Dude. Mac. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Sorry. That I miss works. Bernie Mac. Miss no, I got nothing other to say than like that works. Like I've had members who would hold your hand that long at a conference and say at a professional association, be like, they just hold it and like, Another, a good 60 seconds later of just uncomfortable man sweat on hand on hand <laughs> contact would just be like, I love these conferences. You see all your friends and guess what? It's fuck your friends week. And this guy was 75 years old. <laughs> wow. God. You will do anything to get, to get out of these situations, <laughs> which is exactly what happens, especially when another grown man asks you what kind of, uh, what kind of lotion do you use on your hands? Your hands are soft, buddy. Jesus like, Christ. Uh, which is what happened in this scene with the things. Like, what do you, my sister told me about oh, all yeah. the different kinds of hand creams and all this bullshit. But like, seriously, you will do anything. Yep. You know what? I will slash off $5,000 a piece on these vans. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Get me out of this situation. I forgot for a minute that that's what happened in the scene. I thought you were telling me what happened with that 75 year old guy. <laughs> everything up, everything up to the, um, uh, Fuck your friends week. That was real. <laughs> that was real. And there was another thing about him sneaking in as a, as a Jewish guy into a, um, a cardinal procession in New York city. He told me that one too, which is funny, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we are then introduced to Danny Ocean's ex-wife played by Julia Roberts, who gets Brad Pitt all upset where, and uh, he also then threatens to back out of the whole heist. So this is the whole thing too. Like we're uh, Tim and I mentioned this earlier, where Matt Damon goes, oh, "This is the best part of my day." It's like, the best part of your day is looking at Julia Roberts. Like, from all the women in Vegas, I've been there. That's exactly what I was going to. Everywhere, that's exactly what I was about to say. I've Julia there. Roberts. I've had all of them. Jesus <laughs> Christ! No, but think about think about all the women in Vegas. Like just the absolute like totally objectified sex machines that are walking around like Vegas. And you're like, Oh, I like, I like Julia Roberts in a fucking pantsuit. 
Come on, dude. Flail nostrils. (laughs) Honestly, that's what a pickpocket in Chicago would like. So come on. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we forgot you're from Chicago. (laughs) Come on. That's a good point. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) There go all of our Chicago listeners, but that's okay. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) gather yourself, Max. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen what Chicago women look like. My dad, so when I moved, when my dad moved there, uh, first time I went to visit him, he goes, yeah, the women out here, they're kind of, they're interesting. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they're not like ugly. They're just like, they're just like regular women, but they're just like eight times bigger than them. It's like, yeah, he's like, it's all, the, it's all the fucking dairy products that they give them as kids. Yeah, dude. He's like, they're just, he's like, they're just like, imagine like an attractive woman back home. I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, now imagine them being like, like the the great green giant or whatever. <laughs> now just tack on forty pounds and six inches in height. Yeah, exactly. I'm at, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then I started looking around. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, oh. all these women could play the middle linebacker. Yeah, they fucking breed them differently up here. Yeah, exactly. Bunch of fucking dick buckuses around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then the team, they head to uh, L.A. to get some sort of electro or electromagnetic device. All right. EMP bomb, dude. It's fucking metal as fuck, dude. Because you know why? It blows shit up, but it doesn't kill anybody. Metal. Mm. I was going to ask well, actually, Tim. It's not, it's not so metal. It's punk rock, but it's okay. <laughs> so, Tim, you're an, you're an engineer. The yeah. whole thing that Don Cheadle's rambling about that I was just kind of you know completely tuning out, did any of that make sense to you? No. It was just all gibberish. I it was gibberish to me. I don't know, maybe someone understands it, but it was all nonsense. (laughs) Okay, I can explain it. (laughs) Please do. Big thing makes boom boom turns the lights off. Basically, no nuclear bomb. As he explains, it just basically puts out a pulse before it actually has the full fucking explosion that melts your face off, and it shuts off. It fries all the electrical circuits and electrical devices. You know, computers, cars. You know, fuses. All these things, and it's an EMP bomb. And that's what we're worried about right now with China hmm. and uh, AKA, there we go. Trump enter, yep. enter stage, center stage. The more, you know, because you know EMPs. I mean? no, seriously, it, it shuts everything down. Doesn't kill a soul, but honestly, imagine the United States, the lights go off for 30 seconds. Chaos. Like, yep. Fuck. yep. And everybody thinks Julia Roberts is hot. So. <laughs> the world's coming. The world's going to end. Well, yeah. In the dark, she's hot. <laughs> You see, gentlemen, I didn't even need to say it, yeah. but I did, but I didn't, but I did. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Speaking of Matt Damon, so half the crew, they uh, rob this LA facility, but Matt Damon is too antsy and nearly <laughs> ruins the whole mission by tripping the alarms, which leads to Yen breaking his hand on the van door. Matt Damon does not do himself any, any, any favors, just playing a character. Like that followed him to like the Martian or I'm like, I can't wait to see how he fucks this movie up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna die on Mars and everyone's like cool I think or, uh, what's the other Tim. one Never mind. what's that I was thinking of Interstellar no Interstellar oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh god well, he had the biggest shithead in the universe like yep. how could you be the biggest shithead in the universe excuse me the galaxy the biggest shithead in the galaxy I'm just gonna fucking kill everybody yeah, I don't to, like, wanna die here I'm gonna kill you too nah. I like that move. I was a fan. I would have done that. <laughs> I'd definitely do it. Yeah, definitely would have done that. Anywho, the thing that I was, the thing that I was most 
struck about from this scene. And this kind of had like this, this stuff builds throughout the movie. Dude, the fact that Casey Affleck's character and Scott Conn's character get equal shares in this whole thing. Ridiculous. <laughs> they do nothing. They drive vans. They carry bags. They, <laughs> they do fucking nothing. It's gr- like, I would, that would be my, I would, I'd be like, Hey, can I have like the nothing job these guys get? Can I just put on so sunglasses like, and be a different person? Yeah, exactly. It, it, really, like the only thing that Khan did besides like drive a van like once was like literally he looked the best as like I'm a Russian mobster bagman. Yep, yep, exactly. Because high collars go up to the bottom of my earlobes. Like that's it. <laughs> yep. That and like my brother like carried a bunch of balloons and into a fucking casino and blocked a camera. Like, well, a 12-year-old could do that. Except that 12-year-old can't come into the fucking, into the casino. So therefore, you need to bring my brother in here because he needs a job. Because he's fucked up on fucking Xanax and fucking Southie fucking projects. Like, <laughs> I I did laugh out loud though. Just when Matt Damon is stuck in the in the van, <laughs> he's like losing his shit. They just keep on cutting to him, just like just you know, just putting his hands over his face. And then I wrote this down too. It's just they're playing. Uh, the two brothers are playing twenty one uh, twenty one questions. Yeah, and they go, "Are you alive? Yes, I'm alive. Are you a man? Yes." You're evil Knievel. Shit. <laughs> okay. So in this van, so Matt Damon runs out of this van to get into the building and we already went through all that part. What were they doing in the back that made Matt get out? Because as a kid, when I watched this, I was they like, were slapping two- each other. Yeah. He just couldn't stand okay. it anymore. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because like, as a kid, I thought that they were like literally finger banging. <laughs> no, they were. No, 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 no. Hear me the fuck out because it gets real quiet. Before he gets out of there. Like it goes from like, they're like fumbling around in the back to be like, no, 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 no. And then it's like, it's just like, shh. I'm like, uh, what's happening here? Now, granted, I spent a lot of my life in fucking rural Tennessee. So you're telling me that, what, what, why, why did he really leave? Is Matt Damon just that much of a fucking shithead in this character that he just can't fucking stand to be there for the heist of a fucking EMP bomb? I kind of relate to it. Have you guys ever been in like a work situation where you're like, like in a meeting or like a call or something where you're just like, I have to get out of here. I I can't physically be here. It's so uncomfortable. Like, but like in the middle of committing a felony. (laughs) Well, no, typically I do that alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk about that on air. Yeah. (laughs) I only talk about it in my uh, alternate personality. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of the get a job killer. But, oh, uh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then uh, Pitt, he kicks Clooney off the team after uh, Clooney's red flagged by the casino. So Matt Damon agrees to come off the bench and fill in. So was this planned? Do you think this was planned? I've, I've, I've watched this movie a thousand times and I kind of don't yeah. get it still. Yeah, it's it seems to be like it kind of was, but it's almost like but it, the weird thing, the only way it makes sense is if it throws like the crew off of, of the whole thing, which still doesn't make sense to me because all it did was fool the crew to think that he was not in the job anymore until he's in the job at the very end, actually, like literally holding cash in a fucking black duffel bag. Or did it? So free, I'm trying to think maybe it freed. What did they not give a shit? Maybe it freed up. I think this is actually what it is. It freed up 
um, Danny Ocean to like do the end where he like gets Tess back. Yeah, there must have been some off camera. Like, this is actually my real plan is to get my wife back. The secondary plan is, you know, steal $150 million. Right. And then Brad Pitt's like, okay, if that's what your original plan was, then sure. Even though that still doesn't make fucking sense because you could all just go to jail or get murdered if it doesn't like, go well. Right, exactly. So there is a piece here because like, so um, Terry Benedict, who's like, I don't ever, I would never trust a casino owner who's no, he's fucking breakfast food. He's Stephen like, Wynn. But I, I it, he's so, everyone talks about him. Like this guy is just a robot. He's zoomed in on you. He's the CIA in the private sector. Like he's just going to find out anything you're up to where he just hones in on Danny. But Danny's never seen after that until he's in costume later. And you can't tell who it actually is kind of a thing to where like all he's doing is looking at this one individual and this one individual actually isn't spotted by cameras or anything else like that throughout the rest of the film until you really, really see him like, you know, pulling off some shit. Once again, you can't tell who he is. And that's what threw off the whole apparatus, which is bullshit, but still throws off the whole apparatus and so on. So like, no matter what he's thinking about, not only is Danny Ocean here to steal something from me, but he's also stealing my girl, which also throws off all of his emotional and just, you know, overall yeah. control that mm, he usually has. Yeah, that could be it too. Yeah. tunnel visioned. Yeah. Where he's like just yeah. tunnel visioned on him and nobody else. In every way. He's like the bait. Yeah, seriously. Because yeah, exactly. Like, no matter what, fuck this guy. Like, this is the guy. We're going after this guy. Only him. Are there like, is there like a team of like six? You know what? Maybe. Is there like a team of like 11 guys trying to steal my money? Like, no, 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 no. It's just him. Just him. 11 guys? No, 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 no. Just him. Like, so perhaps it does do that, but it is a little bit, it's wishy-washy. We've just thought it, it, deeper. It was, it was, it was a little thin. We've just thought deeper about this entire movie than I think the person that wrote it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Oh, thank God we're we're uh, we're, we're dead. I don't doubt. Fuck. No, no, we just unraveled it. I man. shaved we my just balls. unraveled it. I shaved my balls the other day, and this just, yeah. we unraveled it. Oh, did you, John? We did. What did you use? <laughs> the Ball Shaver Three Thousand from Manscaped, Jeez. or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. The lawnmower Four Point Lawnmower Four Point Shit. You put some ball yeah, tonic on there after, John? 20 popcorn at check. 20 popcorn at check. So I, I've done the ball tonic a little bit after the fact, but really what I liked is coming out of the shower and spraying it on there because I know I got long-lasting impact throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And mm. if I'm leading up to a special moment, maybe I'll throw a little tonic on there. Yeah. But I know that I'm saved throughout the day. So at any moment, I can get a blowjob. Yeah. Mm. That's that's really that's what the exactly ball what for. the advertisers want to hear. <laughs> Exactly. So we'll we can cut that out. Who gives a shit? They know what they're fucking making. Fuck it. I don't even know. I didn't know we were even discussing this, and I'm counting on Max to cut all of that out. <laughs> they know what they're fucking making. Oh, what are you making? Ball tonic? You're making ball tonic so I can smell it? What the fuck? No. <laughs> I'm not cleaning these balls for me, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by, you guessed it, Manscaped, a.k.a. the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world, 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 world. 
And Manscaped just recently released their all-new Lawnmower 4.0 just in time for the holidays. Oh boy. And right now, our listeners will receive 20% off their first purchase as well as free shipping when they use the promo code 20popcorn at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. This upgraded trimmer also allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4, as well as an LED spotlight and wireless charger. So this holiday season, give your dick and balls the gift that keeps on really giving by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code 20popcorn at checkout to receive 20% off and free shipping. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Back to the episode. Manscaped. All right, so now we're in the prime Bane switch section of the movie where uh, Saul, he stages a heart attack so Livingston can swap out the live security footage while Matt Damon acting, excuse me, while Matt Damon <laughs> acting as a, as a Nevada Gaming Commission agent pickpockets Andy Garcia's security codes after he and Bernie Mac get into a staged, racially charged argument. Crackle. <laughs> they should have called it a white jack. <laughs> Bernie Mac oh is hilarious. God. He's such an underrated good, stand-up. He He's so funny. No, he is uh, good. He was great. He is good. Also, that was great yeah, scene I, that, like when he goes cracker and then Matt Damon flinches and goes, oh dear God. Yeah. Hide <laughs> <laughs> behind Andy Garcia. That, that was just Matt Damon's reaction. He's from Boston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was in school, we didn't have, we were still segregated. Yeah, exactly. He's a, Matt, that's just Matt Damon's natural reaction. Yeah. Ah, uh, Boston, the great city of liberalism where they didn't, they, they were forced to desegregate the schools in the 70s. Right. People forget about the whole bus riot thing, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> which Mark Wahlberg was actively a part of, throwing rocks yes. at Metco kids. Okay. Oh, God, hold on. Ooh, okay. I'm drinking 111 proof whiskey right now. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That'll put some hair in your balls. <laughs> but you can get rid of it with Manscaped, Max. Ba boom. Yeah. <laughs> That's some fucking ball tonic, dude. That's what Jesus. I'm talking about, Tim. <laughs> those are those, that's the kind of cross promotion that we need on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clooney, he sneaks into the air ducts with the help of a casino enforcer named Bruiser who's uh, on Ocean's payroll. And then he surprises Matt Damon in the elevator, which we kind of just talked about. This whole Bane switch bullshit. This is the one criticism I have of this movie, really. Like, you know, I like what we were saying before at the beginning. This movie is kind of like a fun little ride. It's sort of like very low, like low impact, non-committal. You don't have to really pay attention to it. But no stress. This like the confusing, the confusing nature of this all at the end, like gets me. Cause I'm just like, dude, I don't want to like have to unravel like how this all worked out. I still, I, like I said, I've watched this movie a million times and I still like probably not a hundred percent clear on like Same. what the whole thing is. It's, it's frustrating because the first like two acts, they're like, they literally map out what they're going to do in which they right. like reenacted ahead of time. And then yep. the last like third act, they're like, oh, but you didn't see when we did this, 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 and this. It's like, fuck you. You can't just do that in the third act. You right, can't just exactly. like out of nowhere pull a fucking magic trick out of your ass. I know. <sighs> it's, it's, I agree. I agree. It's, it's a little frustrating. to the audience. 
Yeah. Steven Soderbergh, or whatever the fuck your name is. Sondheim? Soderbergh? Sodomy? Yeah, Steven Sodomy. <laughs> Go record I mean, another movie on I like on a little iPhone. bit of a surprise every once in a while. <laughs> Not that much of a surprise. Come on. All right, so the boys, they uh, they make it past all these Mission Impossible lasers, and they blow the vault door after Don Cheadle causes a blackout in the Vegas Strip. Uh, to which the whole casino floor turns into the toilet paper crisis of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. They're diving oh, yeah. that money oh, wow. like the last fucking roll of toilet paper at the grocery store. So to my point earlier about like the lights go out for 30 seconds and like America crumbles. Like, there you go. Come on. Like, Jesus. Like, we've been through this before. Like, it happened in New York. Guess what? Everybody died. <laughs> so... We were about 10, so I was with one of our, our friends who I, I can't mention his name on air, but we all know who he is. Matt so, Damon. Leap. I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> so yeah. we were at a Vols game years ago, and we we're at a, at the Half Barrel in Knoxville, and there was a blackout on the street, and all the lights shut off in the bar, and like, <laughs> you give it another 10 seconds, me and him would have both been just diving for the bottles and just would have ran out of there, just leaving our girls behind. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have been like, "Where the hell did they go?" That for a second. Security cameras are off. Let's fucking go. Let's get oh, it, dude. Get it, Knoxville. Out. Knoxville five years ago. Yep. Like <laughs> it, it. There would have been. Oh my god. Yeah, this is Knoxville, like oh, eight, seven, eight years ago. That was still when you could go to a house party in college and drive a crotch rocket out through the front door to lead the cops away, and then drive the crotch rocket back in to the fucking apartment, and the cops would still be searching for you all night. Never come back to the house party. Yep, that never happened. True story. <laughs> I don't care what Max just said. As John is massaging his temple with his eyes closed. Those were our neighbors who who told me how to do the Latin Kings like gang sign <laughs> in our front lawn. Yeah. Okay. Are these the same Aren't neighbors you- that got shot? No, they were above us. Okay. I know. You, the band. The, the musicians. Pretty much. That one, right? Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty they much. They would, uh, they would, they uh, the they right would rehearse. Us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to the right. Never mind. Okay. Anyway, who cares? Nobody cares about any of this. Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares. Despite, although the 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 ones to the left of us, so they were in a band. They would do like band rehearsal downstairs because our our apartment is on the first floor. So like the last floor of it, like we were on it, like we had two story apartment, and it would go like underground basically. So you couldn't hear anything from upstairs. So they would jam out, and it was right like next to my room. So whenever I hear that song, Psycho Killer. I just immediately think of them like singing it over and over again and fucking it up over and over again. <laughs> the guy could not hit the high note. He was go, whoa, dude. Like, oh, I could not imagine how excruciating that that must have been. I'm trying to do homework, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Brad Pitt. He calls Andy Garcia and he says that they stole only half of his money, and if he lets them go. He can keep the other half. So uh, Garcia, he plays along with it while also calling a SWAT team that leads to a shootout where the remaining money is blown up, which is not really true. So we'll just continue to move on. So meanwhile, Garcia's goon squad, they tail the van with all the money to the airport where they learn that it's being driven by a remote control before blowing up as well. And it, was and filled it with- is all ads for John. Hookers. <laughs> Hookers. <laughs> the face that John's making right Prostitutes. now. Prostitutes. <laughs> Sluts for money. <laughs> Sluts 
for money. What is that from? That's from Beer Fest. Yeah. Hooker, prostitute, yeah, slaps for money. <laughs> That's actually a very literal translation of whatever the Germans have for that word because they have words for everything, hyper-specific. Sluta. What is it, grandma's boys? Like, yeah, the, those are prostitutes, dude. They're not masseuses. Like, no, they're masseuses. <laughs> like, they massage your cock for money. <laughs> <laughs> wow, grandma's boy. What a fucking movie that is. Great movie. Ooh, what a hidden gem. That best. was one of those high school, like, hidden gems. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you know, dude. like, junior, sophomore year of high school. It's like, dude, have you seen grandma's boy? You're like, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, like, what other movie are you sitting there smoking four weed, like, four different strains of weed together in one joint, like, telling a monkey not to judge you? <laughs> like, <laughs> don't judge like me, a monkey. literal like tail monkey just like don't judge me monkey. whenever the oven like beeps and I go to put on an oven glove I think of grandma's boy from that scene <laughs> where he's too yep. high he goes and he flips all the food everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> grandma for roommate is the best <laughs> your car your bed's a race car yeah but it's a <laughs> fucking sweet car <laughs> <laughs> Nick Swartzen. Oh, Nick Swartzen. wow. He aged really yeah, well. What, what happened to him? Oh, yeah. He had about three years of fame, and that was about it. Yeah, he still does stand-up. I think he's just kind of like an alcoholic, to be honest. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. Watching his, uh, I would be. his sketch videos that John and I used to watch in high school. Or not in high school, Jesus. but back in college, we'd watch. Yeah, in college. <laughs> But Wait. seriously, like if you're on like a, do, do, Reno 911 <laughs> and in short shorts on rollerblades, <laughs> I mean, come on. Great character though, Terry. Yeah. Oh, yep. Amazing. I also think of one of the Nick Swartz and bits, which is not aged well at all, in which he like had some gig where he would uh, ask a girl what, like what time it was. Like, can you tell me what time that is on my watch? I can't read it. And then he'd whip his dick out and put his dick over his wrist. It's like, that is not an appropriate joke anymore, Nick. Oh, no, like, you're getting me too. Good me, Lord. Fucking me too. That is a bad joke. joke. Yeah. Even I'm not entertained. No. I thought about that recently. I'm like, yeesh. That's probably one of the worst jokes I've ever I've ever heard. Like, that is a poorly aged joke. Okay, back into the movie. So, yeah, that's assault. <laughs> right. So, Garcia. Uh, he puts it all together after realizing that the security footage didn't have the Bellagio logo and the SWAT team was actually the 11-man crew. Oh, boy. Here's a big giveaway. Um, he had just gone off the phone with Brad Pitt. He calls a SWAT team. Who answers the phone? Fucking Brad Pitt. Dude, Brad Pitt answers the phone. There's there's a, a robbery in a casino with explosives, and so they only send... One SWAT team, like, dude, yeah. if that was if that yeah. was true, there would be like the entire Nevada, like Las Vegas police force would be there. And, yeah, and then how dude, else do they make their money? Right, exactly. <laughs> and then and then, so they go, oh, the you know they blew up the must have blown up the vault, and Andy goes, he was like, get out, get out of my vault. Yeah, that's not how the fucking police works, dude. No. <laughs> also, where are the dead bodies? You said there was a shootout, SWAT guys. Right, exactly. Oh, we, we put them in the bags. Uh, no, they blew up too. Yeah. I just, they literally evaporated. There's no blood or clothes or anything else. Don't look too hard. <laughs> Gotta go. But so the thing I noticed though this time around is that um, he's also kind of doing like an Eldo accent from Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. He when is. he says like, yeah. get out, he goes, all right, move out. Move out. Yep. He definitely is doing one. Yeah. I still stand by that's one of the most painful Southern accents that's ever been acted 
on television Tennessee. movies ever. My God. Doesn't I ain't matter, come down from character. the Smoky Mountains. Jump out of the fucking airplane. Airplane is good because they say they say airplane. Yep. But motherfucker, it hurts me. It hurt, it. Doesn't matter. Still like it. Yeah, I did. You know what, John? Just, just think about it this way. It was the 40s. People talked differently then. People in Boston sounded differently in the 40s. Yeah, I, that's why I think about it. Like, if if people from other parts of the country can ex- enjoy bad Boston accents, I can enjoy bad other accents. John, put the gun down. <laughs> no, John, no. <laughs> I'm trying real hard to say that there's no such thing as a bad Boston accent, but I just oh, said it. So. Oh, oh, you are. You are totally you wrong. You are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how fast I can piss off any other hosts on this, in I, this fucking episode. I literally could not watch. I, I loved the first American Horror Story season. I could not watch season two because the Boston accents were so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. It, it pissed me off. I'm like, I can't watch this. None of this makes, none of this is believable now. It completely took me out of the show. Give me an example of a bad Boston accent. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> in The Departed. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne in Mystic River had a really bad one. Um, Martin Sheen also in The Departed. Yep. The only thing that he has basically a New York accent besides saying, get in the car. Right. Everything else like, he says, get in the car. Do you want me to arrest you? Like, what the fuck kind of accent is this? It's really more like a generic Northeast accent. Yeah. Hey, these guys. I would ask for a good, like a good depiction of a Boston accent, but we had that in an episode in the past when we were talking about Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pick up a couple of nicks of the packy before I beat your fucking ass and have it. Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> you calling me a pussy kid? <laughs> no, 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 not you. <laughs> uh. All right, so Garcia, he speaks with Clooney who should have been covered in blood after getting beat up for God knows how long. Yep, but exactly. He, Clooney, he tricks Garcia into saying that he would trade Julia Roberts for all the money in the vault. George Clooney should have looked like the cop in Reservoir Dogs yes. after being punched for 30 straight minutes. Mm-hmm. Like He should have had an ear missing, just spitting blood, <laughs> no teeth, eyes swollen. I, he has I, like a little nick on his cheek. That I'll is go it. so far as that you'd be dead. If you yes. were just punched in the head for 30 straight minutes, you'd be dead. I mean, he's totally fine. He had nothing. He had no marks on his face. It's fucking ridiculous. No. He looked better. No, if anything, guys. his hair was a little shuffled. He's like, oh, I've never. You made him look even more attractive. Yeah, that's this is not the job. Yeah, you mess up his failed. hair. Fucking that just makes Come George Clooney like. Yeah, like he just seriously, guys. No, there's there's guys that play entire four quarters of football with a helmet on, and they still look worse yeah. than that. Look at right. a boxer. What maximum they go? What. So three rounds, 15 rounds total. 15 rounds, yeah. Yeah, so they're doing what, like 45 minutes tops of yeah. of just, you know, getting punched in the face in which they're not getting constantly punched in the face too. They're also punching somebody else and taking breaks. Mm-hmm. And you see what a boxer looks like after going like the full fucking gauntlet. And then you look at George Clooney. If I was Andy Garcia, I would have been like immediately be like, I need you to punch him in the face another 15 times and I want to see it. Right, you exactly. Never, I'm, and then I'm firing you. Yep. So what did you do? Did you give him a hug? What about the, what about the body shots? You know, if you're doing it well, yeah, and you're not going to go to jail. The body shot. Oh, well, it's true. You didn't ask I to see, see the it. body shots. Hey, if you're this yeah. fucking like 
scary casino owner that will like everyone's. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah, not disagreeing just, with you. If he's such a ruthless bastard, first of all, you know, he should be much bloodier. Second of all, he should have got killed in prison too. He should have fucking hired somebody to shank him in jail. There's oh, no yeah, way the guy's coming out in three months. Oh yeah. When he actually goes to jail on probation, yeah. You would have fucking yeah. hired a gangbanger, dude. Also, Easily. I mean, come on, having someone beat him up, that's like fucking amateur hour. You gotta be pulling yeah. you gotta be pulling fingernails, cutting off fingers. I mean, I'm I'm tired. Yeah. I wanna see casino level stuff. You know what I mean? I was about to say, yeah, give me a hammer <laughs> in a fucking table. All right. Yeah, exactly. That's all you need. Yep. The, the guy won't come back if you do that. Right. Anyway, so this is the last note of the movie. We're wrapping up here. So Garcia, he calls the cops, gets Clooney sent back to jail for breaking his parole. And then we're going to just wrap up the movie here where we flash forward three to six months later where we see Brad Pitt once again eating and uh, greeting George Clooney fresh out of jail. Brad Pitt with a goatee and that popping collar there. And then uh, old Julia Roberts is in the back seat. And then they just drive away into the sunset with Andy Garcia's goons tailing behind them. My favorite thing about that is he goes, Brad Pitt goes, I picked up your things. <laughs> Doesn't even acknowledge her as being a human being. Life. Loved it. <laughs> Good things. <laughs> All right. Any, any, anything else, guys, before we get into some trivia? Besides the fact that Julia got back with him, why? At that point, why? Okay, I just got, I got my next boyfriend was also a shithead. Yeah. Moving on. Because she realized that he basically like robbed three casinos to try and. For me. Profess his love for her. You did it for me. Does it, Women. Does it not just allude to the fact that she just needs to laugh? Because like, even like Danny says that at one point, like right before uh, the casino owner, the. The, the fucking brunch special Terry Benedict rolls up and like asks me, what are you doing? He's like, well, does he make you laugh? Well, he doesn't make me cry. Like, Aww. really? That's all you need is just to be able to laugh? Like, nah. <clears throat> False. You know, it's, it's, this is really fucked up, but she was after that Terry Benedict money. Clooney stole the money, so then she's switching over to Clooney. Boom, Max. You mm-hmm. got it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For shame. If you really need to have a very severe fucking art collection to be able to show off. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. Look at all my shitty art. Do you like it? Do you like my shitty art? I like that you like it. <laughs> Guess what? You you can't buy it. Which is, again, like, a, that's an answer that, like, a woman isn't going to be happy about. No. If she's like, do you like this? I like that you like it. She's going to be like, well, then why am I no, even fucking talking decisive. to you? Go away. Yeah. I always thought the answer was it's not that simple. <laughs> Actually, that's what do you want? Yeah, it's not that simple. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> like what do you want? I still think about that sometimes, where I'm like, yeah, that is essentially the male female relationship distilled down <laughs> yep. into a line. Yep. The two two that's, lines. What do you want? It's not that simple. It's basically my wife and I whenever we're trying to stream anything on on TV. Yep. What do you want to watch? I don't know. Simple. <laughs> I think the thing that gets me most is that like you're at a restaurant, right? And they're being indecisive and you're just like, yeah, but I mean, just pick one. It's going to be fine. Like either one's going to be fine. And they're like, I don't know, but like, what if I don't like it? I'm like, this is like, you're, you're going to have this choice again. Like you're going to have a choice <laughs> between a fucking like Mac and cheese and a cheeseburger again. So if for the rest of your life, yeah, so I don't understand, like just pick one. And then a week later, we're going to have the same choice. <laughs> or you do what I did on Monday when I was at a 
dinner with John in Nashville, which is my wife didn't know if she wanted to do the steak or the swordfish. And I said, how about I just get a bigger steak and you can have all the steak you want and then you can have the swordfish. Problem resolved. Problem resolved. There we go. And Max got a bigger steak too. I did with a bone in it. Oh, Mm -hmm. it was a big ass bone. Mm -hmm. But honestly, what do you do when you come to a fork in the road where it's water with ice or without? I think you just hang yourself. Mm. Can't make that choice, man. <laughs> you know, if that's Easy what brings out. you to the top, yep. you got to do it. Yeah. Yep. You know, fuck it. Yep. Fuck Auto, the Europeans. Autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Done. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. Right before the yeah. lights go out. Go out on top. I just call it masturbating, but you know, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I see that big ass fucking closet in front of you behind you. Oh, yeah. You, you want to see dude. inside? So, like, want to see all my toys? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna open it up, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to beat the gimp back in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen Dune yet? No, I'm not going mm-hmm. to. <laughs> Just wait, because it's scary. You, you will one day. No, what's not? Yeah, I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. You made me watch a movie with a guy with a with a knife dick. I've been holding that mantle for a long time, and that was Max's idea. He just told me that this was the best one to join in on for the first time. And I said, yeah. Oh, wait, you didn't pick that one? Nope. I think that was my choice. Wow. John, (laughs) we've been been giving you a lot of shit for no reason. That's okay. That's not true. No, for good reason, (laughs) because I loved Razorcock. (laughs) Also, just look at John's uh, Netflix browsing history. Going to be pretty accurate. Oh, okay. Honestly, whenever we open par. HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Hulu, fucking Netflix, any of it, it's just wall to wall. Like this is what you love, and it's just murder Death. brains on walls, <laughs> fucking bisected scrotums, just fucking you know, like hemorrhaged eyeballs. Like it's it's terrible. No, it's bad. I've been watching these. Um, like my my version of that would be like all these British like detective shows, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like masterpiece theater British detective shows, and I swear to God, like I'm such a I'm like a 55 year old woman at this point because <laughs> there was one of these shows I think it was called Grantchester, where okay. at the end of the third season the two love that's in, what I call my the balls. two. <laughs> oh, do you but do you <laughs> shave them? Is the question. Mm. Um, Twenty pop. Yes, the lawnmower. But the only um. The two love interests didn't get together, and that sort of like storyline ended, and I was genuinely depressed for like two days. It's like I don't, know, I don't know if I can go on. I can't believe, I can't believe Sydney and what's her name didn't get together. So I think what it came down to is that apparently it turns out that my grandmother, when she was like sixty five was reading nothing but just like true crime serial killer mm-hmm. novels, and I think that's what did it to me. Mm. Interesting. She had a whole, like there was a shelf under the coffee table and it was full of just like the nastiest fucking true crime serial killer bullshit you've ever seen in your fucking life. And, uh, yeah. That'll get you going, man. Time Anyways. For and just trivia. As I give the thousand yard stare here no, to, Max. The, to the camera. No, <laughs> we are no. too far down this road. <laughs> uh, so you ever tried to put a frozen cucumber up your So ass the first before? trivia oh, fact, good, Bruce though. Willis was the first choice to play Danny Ocean, but he had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts. Oh my God. Would've this movie would have been horrible if yeah. Bruce Willis was in it. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Isn't that why really he isn't that isn't that why he had his random ass cameo? Yeah. Like I in think the so. next or the third movie. The second, second one, one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this would have been a completely different movie, and I don't think any of the same actors would have been in it. I don't think Brad Pitt would have done it. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, the whole just, it would have just been a bunch of randos, probably. I think, you know. No, it would have been Die Hard. Casino style. It would have been Die Hard. He was already already past Die Hard at that point. Yeah. He's never past Die Hard, and that was his, it made him, and it ruined him. Live Free or Die Hard is what killed Die Hard, and then they made another one after that. Oh my fucking god! This motherfucker is just. That's also why I don't trust New York or Jersey. All right, all eleven actors of the film admitted that their shit doesn't stink. What do you mean? That's, that's not true. I just made that up. Because I they're have no also, idea what you just said. That's fine. I'll just cut it out. It's because they're also <laughs> fucking smug in this movie and so cocky no. that they think they think that their shit doesn't stink. Okay, no, you're right. You really are. And especially considering the blown out fucking French cuffs, the oversized fucking sport coats, the shitty fucking dress pants that they fucking wear, the shitty Steve Madden fucking shoes that they have on, all of it is shit. The only time that anybody dressed well in this was Saul walking in to be like, I got big dick grandma diamonds in a fucking suitcase. (laughs) And even my fucking security guards look good behind me. They make fucking... Frank Sinatra looked like a fucking pussy behind me right now. That was I the only that. time in this movie that anybody fucking dressed well. <laughs> I second the Saul thing. Saul looked fantastic yes, in that did. suit. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. Sharp. Mm. Brad Pitt ate 40 shrimp throughout the filming of the Julia Roberts intro scene. <laughs> did he get sick? <laughs> I would imagine. I hope so. That's basically why I can't eat shrimp anymore is because in spring break, we went down to uh, the bayou. <laughs> With, yeah. with John and uh, and we ate shrimp for like three straight days and I don't think I've had shrimp since then and that was like <laughs> yeah. 15 years ago that was it if you're gonna, <laughs> so if you're gonna a eat a thousand mate. shrimp you're gonna have a couple bad ones in there oh my god I can't the taste the smell none of it I can't do it anymore no and that's fine I just remember rolling up next to like someone who our roommate at the time thought was attractive <laughs> and was like hey girl what you doing bad girl we got some seafood in the truck like it was like yeah. Yep, we have some impressed. seafood in the trunk. How many murders have, have, have started? You want to get in the trunk too? <laughs> Put you on ice, bitch. Like, That's what you want to talk about when you first roll up on a girl. You want to talk about trunks, zip ties, <laughs> plastic bags, you know what I mean? And this was like 2000 in like yeah. 2010. Yeah. And I was in like a 96 teal Honda Accord where like the fucking... The the, the 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 tint on the windows in the back had gone teal and purple yep. because it was so fucked up. Like, and then somebody nah. just stole it straight up. Yep, when they found crossbows in the truck. <laughs> yep. True story. Yep. yep. Knoxville, Tennessee. Trademark. All right, and then the last one is the lead cast members lived at the Bellagio during, uh, during filming, each in separate 7,000 square foot villas. <laughs> yep. Are you serious? That's Fuck hilarious. You. That that was that most like ninety five percent of the budget. Then, god damn it! 7, Honestly, it seems square feet. It seems that the casino, the owners actually were all about it because at any given point on a day, they were filming in twenty five percent of the actual casino itself. Well, they're also gambling. Apparently, Clooney was just losing money left yeah, and right they during lost filming. Shit. He lost like a shit ton of money. 
and they yeah. get to sit so, and yeah. they, you get to have like celebrities walking around the casino too all the time. So yeah. Well, that is it's I, just an I advertisement really, for the casino. I yeah, mean, basically. even today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also, well, like other things too, and this is like, this is Vegas in a nutshell. Like, so the, the changing room of, of uh, George Clooney, which was basically, I'm, I'm sure it was just a suite because you were in the casino. What different difference, differences does it make? He had a keg of Guinness. Yeah. A yeah. keg. He had a keg on tap. Who the fuck has a keg of Guinness sitting around? That's just like having a keg of bread sitting next to you at any given, at any given moment. But wow. also was the jackass level of just uh, the jackass level of, of pranks that went yeah. on during this entire thing, which they don't talk about. Like the only oh person God, that's that all really they ever talked actually. About. Sp- no, that's but, all they like, talked about for years. I want to know the details because like the most I got out of like Julia was like, she was like, well, what about retaliations involved, you know, Neosporin and itch powder. And I was like, Oh fucking shit, dude. Like what, like what happened? Besides her her, being pranked by like 5 a.m. Wake up, wake up up calls. Yeah. That's all. Bless you. That's all I can really remember. I I know there's some other shit. Okay, let's get into the box office game. How much does this movie cost? How much did it make? Hmm. This movie cost, I mean, with that villa information, I'll say this movie cost $80 billion <laughs> to make. <laughs> and it made, I don't know, $125 million. I say it cost $180 million and it made $500 million. So it cost eighty-five million, and it made four hundred and fifty million. Holy shit! All the actors took a pay cut for it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, they got to live so, in the fucking villas. Yeah, get all that shit comped. I mean, they're yep. gonna comp no that wonder, for high rollers anyway. Mm-hmm. No wonder Mark Wahlberg wasn't in it. <laughs> nah, dude, that's not fucking good enough for me, dude. I think I'm out of here. I'm gonna get some fucking Duncans. Like, he was shit. doing the uh, the really? Planet of the Apes movie. That's why he couldn't do it. <laughs> oh my god, that movie basically torpedoed his career. It did. Yeah, that and didn't for work good out. Fucking reason. But the movie, so it opened at number one at the box office on December seventh of two thousand and one. So we're getting close there to the twentieth anniversary. Made uh, thirty eight million his first weekend. Uh, knocking out the movie that had been number one for three straight weeks. And uh, you guys have any guess of what that movie is? So here's a hint. We have covered it. Hmm. We have covered that movie and the entire franchise. And the oh. movie title starts with Harry Potter. Oh, it's Harry Potter. First Harry <laughs> Potter. <laughs> Bingo, Tim. Harry Potter. Harry Potter and I'm Back a smart to Sluts 5. <laughs> I was actually, before you got there, I was about to say it. I believe you. Yeah. I didn't get Every, you Everyone believe me. <laughs> There's a lag on the Skype. Yep. Everyone yep. believe me. All right. Next question. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. There you go. And my favorite was Brad Pitt, just because I, and I, I still, even though he had the blown out French cuffs with no, no fucking cufflinks in it, he was still that good. He was that smooth. Your, your initial, your initial reasoning is what I think the, the director wanted out of this movie, which is not thinking it's just, just cause. It really, because it's Brad Pitt. I mean, it really was. And then yeah. he showed up in World War Z and it was like, okay, here's Brad Pitt. That's great. Okay. 
fighting zombies. That's wonderful. But when it comes to Brad Pitt, just cause always. Mm. Timmy. Um, so my favorite was Don Cheadle. I mean, just like the <laughs> fact that he was so good as a British guy. Um, very impressive. Least favorite. Um, Julia Roberts. Get hotter. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do better at looking attractive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Yeah, Julia Roberts is also my least favorite. Hollywood six. Sorry. She also had zero. She had Sean is out resting. Oh, his we're head so on the woke. We're so woke. <laughs> Dude, Hollywood six the best kid. But she and George Clooney had zero chemistry in oh, this yeah, movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. George Clooney had more chemistry with literally everybody in this movie. And then with with I just didn't believe it. I believed it with him and, and Brad Pitt. Like they could have just been a couple. That would have made more sense, but I don't know, Julia. Um, and then my favorite, uh, it's going to be the opposite of, uh, John. My favorite is Matt Damon. Fucking why? Because like I Give said me earlier, an well, besides Don Cheadle, he's, so, okay. So most of the characters in this movie, they're basically just playing their personas, you right. know, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, all these guys, Matt Damon's persona is more of like a, you know, tough guy, rough around the edges. And he was playing the complete opposite in that, in this movie. What do you mean a tough guy? He was a bitchy intern. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. His persona, his Hollywood persona is like tight t-shirt, Jason Bourne, tough guy from Boston. Go fuck yourself. And in this movie, he was the complete opposite of it. Like he was kind of just like a nervous mess. Fuck you for looking at me like that, John. Yeah. My own immune system. I feel like I'm catching a fucking flu. Just hearing anybody say well, you that, are like, in Matt Tennessee. Damon great. <laughs> it's probably COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back That's to true. the South, John. Welcome back Woo! to the South. Get my yeah, booster tomorrow. I've seen some shit. Uh. All right, time for the whole my popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating for Ocean's Eleven? I didn't say Space Jam this time. Go me. There you go, Maxi boy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I'm gonna give this. Um, a 10 out of 10 on the fun meter and a 0 out of 10 on the boob meter. And um, I'll give it a 2 out of 10 on the dick meter. Hmm. 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 That's trigonometry. That's a lot to figure out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love Sine it. Sine squared plus cosine squared equals your dick. <laughs> That's just math. I hate it. I hate it, cosine. Uh, I'm going to give this 15,000 incinerated fucking hooker, good old fashioned hooker flyers out of the 40 shrimp that fucking Brad Pitt fucking inhaled on one shot of a fucking shot. Those are plump shrimp too. Mm -hmm. They were, they were good, dude. That shit was flown in from the Gulf way before. Those are big. Fucking British or BC oil or whatever the fuck had its fucking thing. Some jumbo scrimp right there. Skibbit, skibbit, dibbit, dibbit. Take a look at all my scream right now. Fried shrimp. Look at all this scream. It ain't worth the hell. This is a newspaper now. Steam shrimp. I'm fucking, I'm drunk. <laughs> Sautéed shrimp. Shrimp etouffee. Shrimp <laughs> gumbo. Shrimp on stick. Fuck. Shrimp on Heavy a stick. Heavy rain, skinny rain. Mm. Blackened shrimp, grilled shrimp, <laughs> shrimp on sticks, shrimp on paper, shrimp fucking ground. We got to do mm. Forrest Gump. And that's yeah, just going to be a shit on Jenny episode because what a <laughs> yeah. bitch she is. 
We have to do it all, all in one, all in one. I've seen the, I've seen the, uh, the ratings on the, uh, the split episodes. We got to do it all in one. Uh, okay. I don't know what that means, but I will go into my rating, which is just <laughs> one, one Julia Roberts ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that is I it. like it. All right. Uh, I'm not going to subject John to any uh, social media shout outs, but I will say we do have some hold my popcorn stickers as well. And uh, they're available on Redbubble. If you want to uh, check those out, just uh, click on the link in the description box of this episode. It'll go right to the, to the website. I Get signed em. the stickers folks. I autographed the stickers. It's an invisible <laughs> ink. Um, but I assure you are there there. So buy away. Once again, just like every podcast, we were about to wrap up the, the, the movie. I'm like, wow, like Tim and I were talking for like 20 minutes beforehand. We're only at an hour recording. We're now at an hour 40. Yep. Just like every fucking episode. I don't know exactly. how it happens. <sighs> All right. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about before we head out? Um, just that uh, I appreciate you, John. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Max. Thank Not you. quite as much as John. That's fair. But you know, anything we're gonna you guys do say our, about me? We're gonna do it <laughs> now. Now your turn. Compliment me. I love you. You want to know why? No, 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 no. You want to know why I love you? Because we've touched stomachs. We have touched stomachs. Not many men yes. have done that to no. me. It's immortal. No. too. Max is on the goddamn logo. Yep, it'll be there forever. I got through a fucking birthday opening, present present opening, and. Congratulations for an engagement today, and I still made it on the show. You understand that, Max? I also, I'm, I'm, I'm also, impre- yeah, I'm going to say, I'm also impressed that the, all the booze didn't really kick until like the last like 20 minutes of the episode. <laughs> 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 it just kind of like hit you like a ton of bricks all at once. I'm blackout. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not going to remember any of this. I also have not been no. recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually. I'm looking. I, at, I noticed looking at John got mysteriously silent. <laughs> like twenty minutes before, like twenty minutes before we ended the episode, he stopped looking at the camera too. He just started looking down. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, oh, he's about to fall asleep. I was like, hmm. John seems to not be as quick with the points as he was initially, <laughs> or words, or pitch of speak. <laughs> nothing. I got. I really have nothing. That's actually nothing. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, well, even like midway through, it was like, well, what's the ball shaver? I was just throwing, talking about shaving my balls. You're like, what's the shaver? I was like, the Nimbus 3000. I mean, whatever the fuck it was. The yeah. Nimbus 3000. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck I said. But no, seriously, like brother got engaged and it was his birthday for president's opening. So sorry, I was a little bit late. Oh, but, no, it's um, all good. No, 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 it's solid. Tell yeah, Alan I said happy birthday. Up, so I will. Mm-hmm. Tell him I said happy birthday too. I wish I could serenade him, but I can't. All right. Well, that's the episode, guys. Stay tuned because we're going to, I don't know where you're going with that, John. So I'm just going to cut it off right there and then. Uh, but um, we're going to run through uh, a couple of extra movies that we're thankful for. We'll, we'll just probably squeeze this right up until Christmas time. So stay tuned. More episodes and movies ahead. Bye. Deuces, fuckers. Bye.